Hello, and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers, and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson, and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS marketing agency, 47 Insights. On today's show, I have an interview with Karina Ludwig, president of Function Fox. Hope you enjoy it. Karina Ludwig, uh, president of Function Fox here in Victoria, BC. Welcome to the show. Great. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So, um, first of all, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, what's Function Fox? So, we are an online timesheet and project management system, and we do that specifically for creative companies. So, anyone that's really from an advertising, design, marketing company, or in house creative team, we offer a product that enables them to track their time, manage their projects, and take it right through from concept to completion through to reporting and invoicing. Wow, sounds fantastic. So how long has Function Fox been around? We started in about 2000, so we launched in 2001, so almost 20 years. Wow. So when Function Fox originally started, it, it, I guess it wasn't a SaaS product back then, or, or was it? No, SaaS wasn't even a word back then. I know. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was ASP, wasn't it? Was it was ASP, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, people at that time weren't even doing online banking, so the real barrier to entry was... You know, pretty tough because people didn't want to put their data online. And, you know, if they're not doing their online banking, they were like, why would I put my company information online? So that was our biggest barrier at that time. I mean, things have changed since then. Yeah, I'd say they'd have. So uh, when it started out, was it like some sort of uh, on-premise software stuff you had to install? Was it based on FileMaker Pro or something? It was really the real concept was from an ad agency that was looking to track their time, manage their projects better, couldn't mm. really find anything in the industry uh, that was specific for their niche, so the creative design companies. And what we had before was really paper timesheets. We were doing some cobbled, cobbled, um thing into Excel where we took the timesheets, we put them into Excel and then oh. tried to pull reports from that. And it was a real nightmare at the end of the month to kind of build clients from there. Um, and so we thought, there's got to be a better way. And so we built this internal online tool that worked for us, just for our staff. And we said, well, this is pretty cool. Um, and we were telling some other people about it. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. And we passed it around to some other people. And then we thought, you know what, maybe we actually have something here. And we didn't set out to build this company. It was kind of, it came out of a, a need. And that's always sort of the best in terms of product development. Um, so we called about 300 companies in the U.S., to see what they were using. There was no real pioneer or leader in the marketplace. And we thought, mm, maybe we've got something here. Uh, so we sent it out to some other friends and family that kind of had design agencies. And they said, yeah, this is actually really good. Um, and fast forward 20 years, and we're sitting with you know global company with people doing timesheets, project management around the world. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. and, it, and all from here in Victoria, BC, mm -hmm. uh, and from, you know, the acorn grew out of an ad agency and from your own pain. Mm -hmm, wow, that's yeah. uh, a fantastic uh, story. So, you know, there must have been a lot of changes in the product over those years. Uh, the one that uh, probably strikes me just looking at Captair and reading some of the reviews is uh, the, the praise that uh, you get for your interface. So Function Fox as a brand is very distinctive looking and your your uh, user experience is very distinctive looking. 
um, I was interested if you, if you know, when you went through that redesign and and uh, what happened as a as a result of that, because it's not something that we really talk about in marketing, but I think it's so much part of uh, what Function Fox is, the way that it looks, the way that it differentiates itself. Um, be interested in any insights you have on that. Sure. So when we first uh, launched back in 2001, you know, it had a certain look and feel of that time. And we went for probably, I think we redesigned in 2009, 10, somewhere in there. Um, so we were getting a lot of comments and we always track why our our customers are leaving and a lot of the people were like you know what it just doesn't look good anymore it looks dated it it's looks just design old, of problem right? isn't it if you the have design designers as clients people want to be in a product that they love yeah. and that they enjoy and that you know that it has good ui and ux and um it did it looked dated and right. so there was new competitors coming into the market that looked better and they were fresh and we kind of said you know what we need to sort of really address this and let's take a step back and kind of look at it fresh and still have all the good credibility of the company and all the features, but let's just put a fresh spin on it. And mm. uh, we thought, okay, yeah, it's just going to take off. And it did. Uh, we didn't see the numbers that way as we expected, which was really interesting. Like, if you really look at the numbers in terms of our growth after the interface, but it was something necessary that we needed to do. So did you actually see a, a reduction in churn or just fewer of those comments? We saw fewer of those comments. Yeah. So now we don't have people leaving because it doesn't look good. Uh, we actually had teams at the time that were like, oh, no, you know what? Features look really good, but my team won't use it. It doesn't look good. Sure. So we made that change, and it was definitely inevitable. And it was, a, it was also a staff thing, too, where our team was saying, you know, like, it looks bad, um, you know, and we're selling to designers. So how yeah. it looks is really important as yeah. much as the functionality. Yeah. So I see, uh, again, just looking at Captera reviews, quite a lot of architectural practices use you as well. Yeah, that's so. really a spinoff. Our, our core niche is advertising agencies, uh, design companies, anyone from, you know, one user company, which is rare for us, mm. up to, you know, 500 users. Wow. Um, and then we've got a lot of in-house design teams as well. So, you know, the mm. larger organizations where they have an internal marketing department uh, that uses or wants to track their time internally mm. and manage, you know, what department is requesting what. And so it's, it's a good range, but our real sweet spot is between the five and 50 employees. Yeah. And so uh, obviously you've tried uh, a range of different marketing uh, strategies and techniques over the years. <clears throat> what have you found that, that has worked particularly well for, for Function Fox in, in, in terms of customer acquisition? Yeah, it's definitely changed over the years. When mm -hmm. we first launched, we thought, you know, the, the term, oh, build it and they will come. <laughs> well, you know, we, you think that that's common sense. It, it wasn't the case. We launched and we thought, we don't need a demo or a trial. Why would we need that? We'll put it on our website and people will just come and buy it. Surprisingly, they didn't. Um, so we thought, hey, maybe this we should do some advertising, <laughs> you know. And uh, so we advertised it in, in How Magazine, which was her yeah, big marketing yeah. cost at the time when you're, you know, not a profitable company yet. Um, so I think over the years, the channels have definitely changed. I mean, social wasn't even something that people were talking about at that point. Mm -hmm. So I think it's changed over the years in terms of what channels we've attempted and always modified what we were doing. So trying something new like Captera, you know, came in a few years ago. That's been really big for our business. Um, and then there's things that 
we do when everyone else is doing, you know, looking here, we sort of look, what else can we do that other people aren't doing to stand out? So anything you can share with us? <laughs> yeah, like email marketing, for example, you know, email, um, people are inundated with emails. So we found that email worked for a while, but then it really tapered off. Mm. And, you know, if you look at the metrics, uh, we found that that just wasn't working anymore. There was just people are, mm. you know, have too much of that. So we've done direct mail. It's more expensive. Um, back to direct mail. Back to direct mail. I mean, you think about how many pieces do you get on your desk <sighs> compared to how many people no. or how many emails you get. Um, and just looking at things a little bit differently. So, you know, posting articles and we've got hundreds of resources uh, on our site that they're all for free. And we were doing that, you know, years before people were talking about content marketing. Yeah. Now it's, you know, there's too much content almost. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just looking at what are the new channels that are coming out and trying to get on top of them before somebody else does or before the whole rest sure. of the industry does. How's uh, the competition in your space? Because, you know, there's a hell of a lot of project management, task management solutions out there, but, you know, your vertical, your creative advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to know that space a little bit better than I do now. What does that look like in terms of a, a, a competitive field? I mean, who, who do you come up against? Yeah, so when we first started, there was really one or two other players. There was literally no one else. We were one of the pioneers in terms of trying tracking project management for creative companies. Now there's literally hundreds. Yeah. Um, if you look at those competitors from a niche perspective so you know how many of those hundreds of players are focused on advertising design Mm. companies it really narrows the field and so we've stayed in that field and have been very niche focused even though we sell to other companies if you know we've got funeral homes and cleaning companies and banks and pharmaceutical companies um, but really still are focused as always creative companies and so in terms of you know who do we hit in terms of competition there's no real one player uh, I think there's a lot that come and go quite quickly. They're, mm. you know, trying to to make it work in a very competitive landscape where we had the market, you know, early on because there yeah. was very few of them. Um, so I think it's just staying true to who we are, and we're we're the first ones to say, you know, if you're looking for all the bells and whistles, we are not it. Uh, if you're looking for something that's really simple and straightforward and that looks good and is functional, uh, you know, good reporting, that's that's where we shine. Yeah. So um, I think I'm on record as saying that I'm a bit of a fan of Harvest. Mm-hmm. But when I look at Harvest features, I mean, it doesn't have the feature set that, that you guys have. So, you know, you say that, you know, you're light and it's simple, but uh, it, it packs a hell of a punch because you've got a lot of functionality in something that, that looks simple. And that's quite a hard trick to pull off. It's really hard to try and get everything that you need and nothing more. Um, and, you know, you want to build everything for your customers and say, oh, yeah, we'll add that in and we'll add that in. But it becomes a real nightmare in terms of not only maintenance for our team, but also just in terms of the user and trying to find and how to do things. Mm. We offer free support with, with our product, which is rare. Most people in the industry don't. Um, and we find that, you know, people people enjoy that. They don't need it, but they mm. enjoy talking to us. Um and it makes it really easy for them. So Harvest has got a great product, um, but we have seen a lot of people come from Harvest, you know, yeah. who who really have adopted Function Fox and they love it. Um, you know, I think there's some really great competition. There's great players in the market, and I think it's just knowing who has what. And we're the first ones to say, you know, what if it's not a fit for you? 
here's three other places that we think will be really good because we're really at the ultimate at the end of the day we want to make sure that they find the right fit yeah um, you know and we want them to be happy with whatever product they're using that sounds very enlightened mm -hmm. so you uh, haven't always been president of function Fox so you know where did your career get started and you know how did you progress yeah sure so my background is actually in design uh, bachelor's degree from graphic design from Vancouver went to Emily Carr and then uh, went worked in Calgary and Adobe went to Ogilvy and Mather in New York I worked in Toronto and Lake Louise and Banff and then finally came back to Victoria um, and applied at a design company here and that design company is still around at Suburbia Studios and that's where the whole project started oh, wow. so uh, it was hired on no title no role there was no function Fox it was <laughs> Suburbia Studios you know it's still functioning today as an advertising design studio and then they had this need and so out of that need came this product um, so it was you know I kind of landed on it in a different way it wasn't you know I sat down to say hey we're gonna build this no. you know, time tracking project management company um, but you know fast forward 20 years and here we are so when you went to suburbia was it as a as a designer or project manager or, or mm -hmm. something like that and then this this uh, you know this SaaS product was birthed out of, of that and and you uh, went along with it and rolled with it yeah so my my credentials were I was a designer traffic manager print production manager so I mm. had those capabilities and so Victoria, I mean, a small town, and there wasn't a lot of tech companies at no. the time, and I wasn't interested necessarily in tech. It was more design and creative yeah. background. Um, and there was limited people to apply with. So I applied to a couple of them. Suburbia was one of them, and they didn't have an actual role, but I applied as a, a traffic manager. Hmm. They had a traffic manager, so there was no <laughs> need for a hire there. Um, so I kind of went to that interview and go, well, I didn't land that at all. And then I got a call back and, um, you know, they said, you know, you've been at New York and you've been at Adobe and who is this person? Yeah, it's and, a hell of a record. Um, so I took the job without really knowing what I was going to be doing, which is <laughs> really weird. <laughs> and my other option was to, you know, work as a designer. And I kind of thought, you know what, this has got potentially more potential. Right. Um, so it took a bit of a leap of faith and it somehow worked out. So here we are to ex-designers yeah. no longer designing yeah which I'm thankful for <laughs> me too I couldn't keep up yeah <laughs> um, so you know you in terms of the skills and expertise that you've developed over the years since you uh, moved into this new role and function Fox ha has developed there's a whole load of stuff that, that that probably you weren't so so good at that you've had to take on as part of mm -hmm. your role and develop uh, any insights you can give us as to those yeah, um, find other people that know what they're doing <laughs> and um, don't be afraid, just, you know, having confidence. There was things that, you know, things that I know now that I'm, I'm thankful I didn't know then because I was kind of naive and just went, oh, yeah, we can do that. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Um, and it, it just takes a lot of persistence and, you know, just figuring it out. Um, and that's kind of where you land, right? So I think it's different now. I think if, if you're in entering in the market now, it's a lot tougher, I would think. Mm. Um, from, from there, you know, it's just, it's the team. So we hired really good people. We, you know, they know what they're doing. Uh, we trust them and learning and working together as a group to kind of make it work. And we all kind of wanted it to work and it did. Um, but it was a lot of, a lot of hard work, a lot of hours. Um, a lot of heartache, a lot of learning, and a lot of mistakes. Um, but you stuck at it. 
yeah, we stuck at it. And, and uh, you know, as a team, we kind of, we made it work. It's a testament to uh, actually you know, sticking with, with one company and, uh, and just developing it and really understanding um, who your customer base is. Uh, one of the problems I see with a lot of SaaS products not necessarily early stage, they can be quite mature, is that they still don't really understand who their customers are. And you guys really seem to have uh, nailed that and are getting great traction. And I, I imagine quite a, an amount of your business just comes through sheer word of mouth. Yeah, uh, referrals is huge for us. I mean, we've been around for a long time and people know us because of that. Um, and in terms of you know traction and starting out, it's, it's, it's been really amazing. Karina, thank you very much for uh, speaking with me today. It's been really great to meet you. Great. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Karina. For more info on FunctionFox, please visit www.functionfox.com. For more info about this show and to get our links to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube, check out www.47insights.com. And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, please get in touch. Until next time.